Hello friends and welcome to Fey Earth, a magical world set in an alternate 19th century Earth, where every creature from folklore and fairy tale is real, have always been real, and lived alongside humanity. Join our adventurers as they explore a world of arcane mysteries and danger, where the new scientific and industrial age collides with an ancient world of fairy and magic. Hello folks, I uh, hope you are all well. Um... When last we left our heroes, the party was on a train back to Paris with the party tank suffering a severe injury after some drunken barroom brawls the night before. They are on their way back to Paris because they are going to take up a job, a beautiful and mysterious artificer that they met in their travels to Cambrai and who was very much enamored by Gwyn had told them that she was looking for a group of able-bodied adventurers to explore a abandoned fey mound, um, which is just north of Paris, and that they um, they have decided to take up the job offer. Okay. Um, I hope my audio has improved now. I've moved a bit closer. I don't know why it keeps going on me. Move my mic closer again. Well, gremlins are a 20th century thing, so... Yes, they are. Okay. So. Um, Mina, you spend the time on the train writing your letters. Um, ten, ten, uh, Amanada is not with you, but she had explained that she had to go and also was very much full of apologies that she'd had a reply to her letter that... Uh, heater, they weren't able to send heaters because there'd been a, an outbreak of some disease in some villages um, in the in, in one of the areas of the kingdom. But um, the party is on their way back to Paris. Okay, so when you get into the station in Paris, you were given um, you were get you were given um, the address to Gautier's Wonders, uh, the, the artificer's shop of Madame Gautier. All right, and so when you you jump in a cab, we'll say it's like three copper for that, okay? Right. And um, oh, um, your train tickets were oh, I can't remember. I think there are like. Um, I'm so my, sorry, I need to start chatting with this down. Mm-hmm. Neil, the date. The date is. In the um, The date is Saturday, the 9th of March. 9th of March. So, um, yes. The price of your train tickets. Apologies. I'm just pulling it up now. Sorry, I didn't have this to hand. Second glass, 10. So, um, it's one silver per 10 kilometers. Um, it was 16 silver each for your train tickets. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's like three copper for the car. All right. Yeah. So, arriving into uh, at the front of the shop, um, you can see it looks like a, like it's a, it's a fairly large building. It's like part of a stretch of shops. This is a pretty like fancy, like, 
high street ish kind of area. There's a um there is this is it's a very large storefront, okay? It's like mm. a good maybe 35, 40 meters across, and it's a tall building, it's three stories up. Um, but there's other very, very fine looking buildings around. There is to one side you see there is a dressmaker's and to the other side there is a tailor's a men's suit tailors and there's like other very very like nice shops there's some very nice looking cafes like this is a nice part of the city okay um, um so the shop has got like two large windows um and then some smaller windows and walking in you see it's a strange kind of space in that there's um there's a number of like glass um, cabinets along the walls, along the sides. At the back, there's a desk, oh, a tall desk, and you see a, a young woman, maybe in her early 20s, brunette, slim, pretty enough, and she's like working at a ledger. And then there's a couple of other, like, um, there's a couple of other counter surfaces with drawers underneath them to the sides. And there's all sorts of various. Um, oddities and knickknacks scattered all over the place um you know you see a lot of things that would be fairly common um there is arcanograms you see you know goblin gloves these are you know you you, you all you guys have some goblin gloves or like the little like mm -hmm. things that mm -hmm. you know you, love. Yeah. Uh, you see some enchanted combs there's a whole host of different things okay and as um you enter the shop, the little bell rings. The young, a uh, young woman at the counter sees you. Right? Um, oh, bonjour. Um, bonjour. Is Madame Gautier around today? Um, yes, she is. May I ask who is inquiring? Do you? It's Gwyn. Gwyn, just Gwyn. Yeah. We, oh yes, we are acquaintances. And she gives you a kind of a an, an up and down. <laughs> a very knowing up and down of okay. Oh, oh, yeah, I bet you're an acquaintance. Okay, <laughs> Sylvia is. It's kind of there's, there's a definite smirk. There's. <laughs> and, um, so she runs in like a door behind her, and you hear her coming out. Um, Madame Gautier, um, your acquaintance, Madame Gwyn, Mademoiselle Gwyn is here, and you hear some murmurings, and um, she comes out of the side. Um, she will be with you all in one moment. Um, if you would like to have a look around. and um, Thank you. And a moment later, in walks the beautifully stunning um, Madame Gautier. Okay? My dear, I'll go up to her, give her a kiss on the cheek. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, she's just as striking as she was before. She's wearing this fabulous mm. gown. And she Sylvia is going to admire from afar, but not yes, like... So Fabulous gown. It's kind of like a rich green with like um this one looks like it has it's a rich green with like a royal blue blue kind of trim to it. And she's just stunning. Like this woman is just stunning. And she's and she gives you a kiss on the cheek. She says, Oh, it's so wonderful to see you all and she's kinda of looking at and then her her eyes her eyes are light and he's like, Oh mon Dieu, oh, is this why you needed Yes, I'm sorry to impose upon you a little bit sooner than we planned, but as you can see Mina here is injured and if you did have a Hilal, I would happily purchase it from you for her. We I think we need to address her injury ASAP. Well, most certainly I can do this. Um you're going to be doing a job for me, you cannot be exploring a Feymount with those kinds of injuries. Mm -hmm. 
but um regardless um yes we will come to an arrangement regarding the um the price thank um, you and she goes off to one of the sides and opens a drawer and takes out a bottle about this big and it's like it's got this it's in a lovely lovely glass like it's not clear it's like a it's a lovely styled glass the, the bottle is octagonal in shape and it's this lovely rich green glass and she says and um, there's two doses of it um thank so you you take half before you go to bed and she's kind of she's handing the bottle to you but kind of talking to mina as she says this if you take if you drink half of this before you go to bed and when you awaken in the morning, any injuries that you have will be fully healed. Thank you. The magic of this um, greatly enhances the natural healing of the body. Gwen will turn to Mina and say, Mina, I know all you want is to feel pain right now, but I'm concerned for your well-being if an infection sets in. We can't help you. If this happens, leave you frozen. Wait to go, please. And I'll hand over the vial to Mina, and hopefully she will use oh, yeah. it. So, yes, this bottle, it's about like maybe 15 centimeters high. It's a lovely um, octagonal bottle in a lovely rich green glass. Um, but, um, yeah, so. Um, what time is it now? Oh, it's like probably about like maybe half two, three o'clock in the afternoon. So, it's early ish. Um, so she says now, now that Oh, I will take yeah. that in the evening yeah, yeah, before take, I go to bed. Take yeah. it in the evening, um, mademoiselle, before you go to bed, and when you wake up in the morning, you will be fully healed. Any injuries that you have will be fully recovered. Madame thank you so much for this. I assume after we can come to some sort of an arrangement mm -hmm. regarding the payment. Um, um, so, if you would like to come with me to the back room, we will discuss the matter of the employment that you will be doing for me. So yes, please come. we are very eager okay. to. Uh, and, and, and she turns to the assistant, uh, Julie, if you could make some, um, um, some tea, coffee. Oh, some coffee, please. Thank so, you very uh, much. Okay, some coffee, and please. She's uh, uh, the, the commandant, and she runs through the door after you all. So you're brought through a little corridor and into a nice little side space. It's kind of like, it's not an office space, but like there is a space for work for desks and stuff, and it's quite nice. And there's, new, there's a number of chairs there, enough for you all. She sits you all down, and she sits down as well. Okay. I'm not at the desk at one of the other chairs, okay? And she says, so... Mm -hmm. There is a small forest, okay? Um, it is north of Paris, all right? It's not that far away, okay? Not that far at all. Um, what is the best way to get there? We, a cab? You would need to, we can hire, uh, hire a carriage, okay? Okay. Uh, we, I can arrange that today for you all. And just give me the address at which you are staying and the carriage will be there in the morning, okay. all right? Um, it's just, a, it's approximately 30 kilometers north of here. So it's not a very long way away. Okay. Um, it is called the Canel Forest. Okay. Um, it's a small but still quite old forest, um, oak tree mostly. And in the center of it, there is said to be a fairy mount. 
Now, from my research, I can, from what I can tell, no Fae have inhabited this site for uh, well over a hundred years. Okay, so as far as I can tell, it is an abandoned site. Okay. Good, because we are certainly not in the business of invading Fae's homes. No, 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 no. Um, I mean, the Fae are quite mysterious, as I'm sure you know. Um, mm. Some of the Fae are somewhat nomadic. They will move from one side to the other throughout the seasons of the year on certain high days and holy days. They will move and they will leave one place and then they will go to another place. But then, Yeah, but one can assume a hundred years, yes, that would um, be considered abandoned, yeah? yeah? And there are other times that Fae just, um, sometimes different Fae clans will attack each other and fight each other and one will drive another out mm. and maybe kill the inhabitants or claim the site for themselves, expanding their territory. But it does happen that sometimes the Fae will just abandon a site. No one knows why. No one knows where these Fae go. Some have said they go back to the Fae realm itself. Or they go to another site. No one knows. But quite often when they abandon these sites, they do leave things behind. Quite often they leave behind treasures. And they will often leave behind certain enchanted items. And, and that is what you're interested in, of course. So that is what I am interested in, mm. of course. Um... Any treasure that you would find, as I said, you may keep 90% of, which could be quite substantial. I mean, quite often, this is not something that I do very often because it is hard to find an abandoned face, you know. But on a few occasions when I have done this, at least once a year, I find an appropriate site and I send a group of people to do this work for me. And when they do, they usually do quite well by it, you know. They can quite often come back with you know, thousands of gold sometimes. Madame Gauthier, do have a question regarding its magical items, but potions we discover, that sort of thing. Are you interested in them also, or do we get to keep those? I will be looking to keep all enchanted items. Myself. Okay, I just wanted to clarify that you included potions yes, in this. No, okay, yeah. okay, no, that's there fine. Are, there are potions and tinctures that the Fae make that are quite difficult for a human like me to make, and it is of great value of me to be able to study these objects so that I thank can, you. Okay, and I can no, I my repertoire. Mm -hmm. okay. In fact, the heal all that I made for you now was something that was developed by human artificers studying Fae magics. Okay, mm -hmm. no, I, I just wanted to clarify, but the as you say. If we have the opportunity to um, acquire thousands of gold, like this can, you know, this is many magical items. So oh, yes, quite. <laughs> that is the thing. Um, so um, that is the situation. Um, now, just to be aware, when the Fae leave these sites, they do sometimes leave behind traps and enchantments. Oh, of course. So there's mm. always a risk. Of okay. course. Um, I do have another employee of mine who will be going on the journey with you. Quite an able-bodied young woman. She is from the Americas. Oh. Um, um, and is quite proficient with firearms. Oh, wonderful. So okay. you will meet her tomorrow. She will be in the carriage. Excellent. What is her name? Um, oh, her name is Sophie. Wonderful. Well, I'm sure she'll be an asset, a great asset. 
So, um, is there any other thing, items that you were hoping for or looking for that might be of interest to you now that... Um, out of character, we're too broke. <laughs> yeah, I I have stuff that I want. I have a shopping list, but we're broke. I, <laughs> I know that Sylvia cannot afford a mana well, receptacle. This is the thing, like, if you want... She also probably can't afford a goblin purse right now. <laughs> if but you... if there's a goblin purse going, it needs to go to our bag lady. Before Please. Anybody else. Griffin and so, medallions um... and animal bits and stuff. If you, want, you could certainly try to charm and persuade the artificer to maybe make a deal that you could get some items now and that the cost would be deducted from treasures that you might find in the Feymount. Or just get Gwen to pay, pay the booty tax. I'm going to do it. I'm, gonna, I'm going to try and charm okay. uh, her and see if we can get some items up front. So, what do you say to Madame Gautier? My dear, your offer is, is so uh, generous. Um, I'll have to think of creative ways to repay you. In the meantime, though, there are some artifacts that would, I think, greatly increase our chances of passing through the Fey Mound successfully, which, of course, benefits us both in the end. Mm -hmm. um, could I be so bold as to ask for them up front? Like I said, it would give us a better chance of securing the assets that we all want. Oh, well, I suppose it would depend on what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. um, give me, so Gwyn, and give me Charm, and you do have Persuasion, so it's a plus three to the roll. Let's see how okay. you do. Um, so I don't have an ability in seduction. You do not have. You do not have a seduction talent. So um, that is eighteen. I rolled a fifteen. I'm adding two for charm, one for persuasion. Does anybody want to try to assist in this? <laughs> Please, <laughs> Gwyn needs a goblin purse. <laughs> well, as you know, then I'm asking I'll... mechanically. Does anybody want to try and assist with this? Oh god, I don't have any charm skills. Like No, you've... but you do have other skills and abilities and spells. Oh, I do. There I'm gonna cast go. less Thank you. Oh. Thank you. Uh lesser bless, I am okay. gonna cast. So that is a first level spell. Yeah. So are you going to try to do this surreptitiously? I have restricted casting. You do have restricted casting, and as a first, and what level of training have you gotten that one now? I can't remember. Um, it's two or three. I am not sure. Let me check. Um, it's two. Two. It's, it's okay. close to because you got it at second level, and you haven't put anything. Yeah, into it. Oh, I it, thought I had. No, you. I got thought it. I already had it. No, you, I went to the with it. You got it at second level. Mm. Okay. And okay. you, um, you hadn't put anything into it. What you had done is you took the focus casting feat. Oh fuck! Which yeah. is a good feat, you know. When you use it, you can like drop your, you can increase your spell might, you know. Um, no, I can drop my mana cost. No, focus casting is that you, um, you increase your spell might. That's the feat that you took. Okay. So just give me one second. Um, because you have 
a second level of training in that feat. So I'm pretty sure that means that you can cast first level spells without using your hands or um, at intermediate you can cast a first level spell while bound and gagged. So um, so actually, yeah, you don't need to give me a roll for this because it's a first level spell. You can just mentally cast it. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of like pretending to look at shit and I'm just going to cast it. It's lesser cool. bless, isn't it? Yep, so have a plus three. So no, it's it's first. First, sorry, first level spell. So you're giving you're giving um, Gwyn uh, basically a bless that's worth up to three points that you can spend on a roll. So you can add an okay. additional plus three. To so that, that is twenty one. Okay, so with that, very good roll. See, restricted casting is a really cool mm. skill in this game. I'm very proud of this mechanic that. For our viewers and podcast listeners, it's a skill that allows casters to cast spells without giving away to the casting of spell. Obviously, the more training you have in the skill, the higher the level spell you can cast. And Sylvia, has, at intermediate it's mostly, level, can cast... It's mostly led to Gwen and Sylvia shit-talking. Yes, at, for, at, 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 at beginner level... <laughs> Yeah, at beginner level, you can cast cantrips without any gestures or words, so they can be shit-talking to each other. And at intermediate level, plus two, you can cast a first-level spell while bound or gag, meaning you don't need to talk, you don't need to gesture. So, that is a 21 total. So, Madame Galice as well. I think that's a fairly generous offer. Um, We could look at how much treasure is found, and then from your 90%, we could maybe look at a deduction of cost plus yes. plus maybe you did say some additional payments. Yes, my dear? Oh, I'm sure between us we can come to some arrangements. Well, now, of course, what <clears throat> were the items that you were looking for? And you do realize, of course, that mm-hmm. there is a certain limit to how many enchanted items a carry. person can use. Mm-hmm. On, the only exception to that being gifts or enchanted items given as gifts by the Fae. Yes. The Fae can gift a legendary sword to a simple farmer and he can wield it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not Fae. So you are restricted by your own natural strengths and powers. Although, from what I remember, you were quite the spark, didn't you, my dear? I try. Jesus so, Christ. What? <laughs> um, so, the way this is going, so what items is the party hoping they might be able to get from Madame Gautier? What are you yeah. hoping she has in stock right now? Uh, goblin purse. Okay, so wait. Goblin rope. A goblin purse, I believe, is a rare item. Yeah, so she um, does have a goblin purse. That would normally the be goblin rope is common so though. Isn't it? Oh, there's a few common items yeah, yeah. as well. So, so people need to write this stuff down. You can add it to yeah. your character sheets in your specialist equipment section. Mm-hmm. So, yes. goblin purse that is a rare item. So that's two power points, and costs a hundred gold. Okay, some goblin rope is common. So that's zero power points and costs yeah. five gold. Was there anything else that you were looking for? Yes. 
it's an unusual one and I'm not sure if you'll have it, but I have heard of glasses and um, fey glasses that do help the wearer see in the dark. Fairy glasses. Yes, steampunk yes, goggles. Oh, yes. I so believe that's are, the one. Are, so there are two types of enchanted eyewear that you could get. There are fairy glasses and then there are glasses of true sight. The fairy glasses are slightly less rare. Mm-hmm. And they... I, I do actually have a pair. And if you wear them, then you can see in the dark as if you were fate touched. Like yes. your friend gesturing to Mina. Yes, so I think that, that would be really helpful. That is an uncommon item. And mm-hmm. they are 15 gold. And this is the very important thing to note. Mm-hmm. A pair of fairy glasses look like the glasses that were worn by Dracula in the Dracula movie. Yes. Oh, they are tinted lenses, Victorian tinted lenses. You know I'm going to get a pair. Yes. So I love that I love, is, that, yeah. I love that we are all showing our ages right now. Yeah, this so is that amazing. is exactly. <laughs> so, we all remember that amazing scene Gary Oldman yep. when he oh, appears in London oh, with the top yes. hat and the glasses. That is what yes. it look like. I love yes. it. So, okay. Love. 100% aesthetic, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's be oh, I am, I am, I am here for this. This is, yeah. the, this is important. Oh, this is I important, love it. Okay? So if anybody in chat wants to produce some fan art of Gwyn wearing a Gary Oldman Dracula-style pair of <laughs> enchanted Victorian sunglasses. That's oh, so, so much, yeah, that is so much better yeah. than... Than the fucking um, steampunk style goggles that I had oh, in yeah, my head. Yeah, no, no, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. These are like, but but I think Crowley's and Good Omens are a red color. These are like a reflective black, you know. So yeah. So yeah. good. Yes, I know. Pseudo steampunk Victorian aesthetic. Okay. Oh, <laughs> so yes. Um. So that's gonna be fifteen gold, and that's one power point. Okay. Yeah. So that was really my list: goblin purse, fairy glasses. Goblin rope. Yes, of course. And there's also other things, but I can buy that. They're not essential for the mission. Um, and yourself, my dear, she says to Sylvia. Oh, well. Oh, how I have a, I have a list of things that I have heard of, but you know, I, I understand that I probably I'm not strong enough to well, to what, build those things the yet. That you were looking for. <laughs> I have heard of a an item that allows you to store mana, so I understand it's only it's quite rare and expensive. So I, oh, I, I, I do not know. Uh, I do. I I don't know if I would even be strong enough to wield such a I thing. A nat twenty, Susie. That's my second nat twenty tonight. But this is a good nat twenty, not a bad nat twenty. Oh, actually, Jesus. now I, I think I do actually have a, a piece. And she goes rummaging through and she pulls out this beautiful stone. It looks like a ruby, but it's like a dark blood red. And I can't afford it. It's set in like a, a silver filigree on a beautiful fine chain. Oh my these, are, these are quite expensive. This would oh no, I I understand. This would cost 300 gold, so to be yeah. honest, with, considering the treasures you would probably find in the Fey Mount, we could 
I could sell it to you on credit to be reimbursed by those treasures. I'm going to end up like fucking broke after this, aren't I? Oh. Yeah, but you'll have a man receptacle. It's 300 gold. It's very rare. So it's three power points. This is yeah, the enchanted item you have, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you have six power points as a six level character. So you could, you could use this. Okay, but I hope that I find enough gold to pay for this. I am, based on my experience of having other groups of adventurers explore mounds like this one, I would be shocked if you do not find sufficient treasures to pay for this. Yeah, I probably won't have enough money to feed myself after, but... Mm. Oh, please, you're a druid. You can grow some berries. <laughs> she's like, she's not wrong. <laughs> she's not, she's not, she's not. Um, was there any other items that you were hoping for, my dear? Oh, well, nothing that is essential to the mission, you know. Well, um, maybe I have them regardless. We can see. Maybe they will be outside your budget. I do not know. Oh, I, I assume after the mana receptacles. That... Well, you can always put them on your list for next time. You, you know, maybe after this you will go and explore one of the abandoned elven palaces. Perhaps. I do wonder if you have any, I do wonder if you have any healing tinctures in stock. It's not something that I tend to make a lot of. To be honest, the heal all I was surprised I even had in stock. Um, I think I may have. Can I just add, I have two healing tinctures on me right now. I haven't divvied out yet. Yes. Um, I thought I may have two. Man receptacle. <laughs> um, I think I may have two basic healing tinctures. They would sell for twenty-five gold. So. I I think we will take both. Okay, if... just keep a track of that for me, will you? Now, yeah. Quinn? Okay. Um, Five each. So uh, maybe have it as a separate list so we can track him, which will be deducted from your trade. Okay. And, yeah. um, and what about yourself, my dear? She says to Mina. Is there any enchanted items you are hoping for? Uh, no, not really. Unless you have something like a, I don't know, super sharp oil or something for my halberd. Um, actually, I do have some in. Enchanted um, um, oil, uh, sharpening oil, and she goes and reaches for a um, a bottle. This is a tin bottle, but it's a nice tin, and it's a clear. She says, "Yes, if you use this to sharpen your your weapon, um, a coating of the oil will last a week. Um, while it is sharpened, um, your blade will." maintain a razor sharpness to it okay and mechanically it is an additional plus one to your damage however nice it allows you to attack and injure creatures that are impervious to attacks from non-magical weapons so while your halberd is not considered a magic halberd it's not a magic halberd for the purpose of 
um, fake creatures and like things like ghosts and specters that are. That was going to be my next yeah, question, Neil. If we're fighting a specter so or some any, shit, any sort of fae or, or any magical or undead creature that is immune to attacks from mundane weapons, if you have sharpened uh, a weapon, a bladed weapon, a saber, or in your case, a halberd, with some sharpening oil then it your weapon is considered magical for the purpose of you being actually able to attack and inflict damage on these creatures. And how many coats are in this um, there bottle? There are 100 applications, and it's 5 gold. And because, cool, okay. because this is a consumable item, it doesn't have the power point yep. rating, that, that restriction that we have on magic item mechanics in the game. Yep. Okay, well... I think this has been a very productive, um, a very productive day. Thank you, my dear. Yes, I think this will make all the difference now when we go to the Fey Mound. So, um, what is your plans for the rest of the day? I assume you have somewhere to stay. We do. We are staying with Amanata's family. Um, they were generous enough to put a roof over our heads. Well, my dear, if you are looking for some company this evening, I absolutely am. You read my mind. One of my many talents. I will stay and make sure that Mina is well. You hear at Lesser Telepathy, you hear in your head, make sure she takes the tincture. <laughs> uh, like, watch her take it. <laughs> oh, in fairness, I don't think Mina's that stubborn that she would refuse healing, especially it's like. I don't know. Twelve I think weeks short than eight hours, you know? Um, yeah, but it's also, you can you can really hurt people. If you take this, <laughs> yes. So um, it's worth your while. True, we can rampage in the Fey Mound. Yes, I am like all about putting that rage and grief to good fucking use. So, um, let's talk some mechanics, okay? So, first of all, we have the Goblin Purse. So, small leather purse, a plain design can be opened up to stretch up to a meter in width. Oh, right. I'm so happy I have and one. It is oh, a dimension. The interior size of the purse can hold up to 20 cubic meters or 5,000 kilograms. Five metric ton. Okay? Um, any organic material placed inside the purse will spoil. Any living creatures placed inside the purse will suffocate and die quickly. If a person turns a goblin purse inside out, all of its contents are immediately emptied on the floor in front of the person holding the purse. If one were to attempt to place a goblin purse inside a goblin purse or cast a spell such as fairy force, it would immediately destroy the object and create a shockwave of force which radiates from it for 30 meters causing 3d8 bludgeoning. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So don't put a goblin purse in a goblin purse. It's standard okay. rules of TTRPGs. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yep. Um, I cannot. I cannot actually believe that you already have one. I'm, I'm, I'm so, so excited. Happy. I'm so excited. I don't have all the accoutrements on me, but in game, I'm a flipping bag lady. You are a bag lady. Are a bag lady. So, I mean, so here's the thing. I would love a goblin purse. You fucking need a goblin purse. <laughs> yeah, like in game, I've like just shit dangling yeah, all over me. You've got, like, literally, you've got like a big kind of like satchel. Like yeah. big, like canvas satchel, and about like three or four bags and pouches hanging mm -hmm. from your belt, 
and then there was another, I think, smaller bag that you had as well. Like you were literally a bag lady. But bag later, lady. later levels, you're gonna have like preserved bits of animal hanging on. I already shit. have a rabbit foot and shit around yeah, my neck. Exactly. Then, yeah. <laughs> so this is something actually for you mechanically. Your witch's amulets, you can't stick in the goblin purse. They have to. No. They yeah, they could be on me. That's okay. fair. Yeah, I wear them at all times. Yeah, but at least her rope for fucking healing tether and all that shit can go in exactly. the goblin yeah. purse, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Come on. So and that the witch's our, ladder our, and all the other stuff. So our other mechanics. Um, now, things like the witch's ladder, if you were to use that, it would be a minor action to withdraw that from your goblin purse, just to be aware. Yeah. And so in the same way, it's a minor action to draw a saber from a sheath. Yeah, but you you know you could have that out when you're in like a when we're in the fame like yeah. traveling around you yeah. can yeah. have it in your bag. Our mana receptacle. You can charge. Neil, I'm gonna just be honest. I actually like because I told you that was on my like that was my first thing I wanted to get. I actually genuinely I was like, oh look, it's fine. I know I'm not gonna like I did not expect this. I genuinely so, did not expect this. Your mana receptacle can hold up to thirty mana points. I know, I'm so, so <laughs> So before you go to bed, Sylvia, you can channel 30 mana into that mana receptacle. And then in the morning, it is, you. that's regained as per usual with a long rest. I might, next level, when I get removed curse, I might be able to free Pyotr. So um, you, you, you will now be up to 62 mana. I Sorry. I thought it was 30. Seven, yeah, 70. 70 mana, sorry, 70 mana. 70 mana. Yeah. I'll be able to free Peter, maybe. Wow. I mean, if I get the spell, oh my god, it's I'm a, actually like at low levels. A mana receptacle is really, really powerful and super useful, and can be a big game changer in combat. When I, you I, get I, to I the higher sure. levels, though, you know, third level spells cost six mana. Fourth level spells cost eight mana, and then fifth level, the highest level spells in the game, cost twenty plus 20. mana. So, I know, but that's that's like, oh, hey, I've got an extra fifth level spell that I can just throw at you. Like, which, for anybody playing the dragon game, that's a fucking game changer. It's like, oh, have an extra spell slot. Yeah, like, it's basically the equivalent of having, like, an extra, like, eighth, yeah. ninth level spell slot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. depending on how you choose to spend it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it's, it's a big deal. Like, I, I'm just going to say, like, I absolutely was not expecting this. I'm, I'm, I'm actually. Well, you know. Fuck. Let's just hope you all survive the fame man, so you can pay. Money. When you have magic boobies, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I cry. So, um, so Sylvia, you go back to Amanada's parents' residence with Mina. You have a lovely gonna... meal. It's not crazy, but it's a really nice three-course meal. Um, prepared for you by the family cook, observed by the family maid, Mina. Do you take your dose of the heal all potion? Yes. Yeah, I assumed you would. I like Mina is not a Good. martyr. She might be as she's a staunch Catholic, but she's not a martyr. You know. Mm-hmm. Sylvia is just yeah. gonna say, "Look, I am not going to claim to understand what you're going through, but channel all of that into the Fey Mount tomorrow, okay?" That's that's just what Sylvia is gonna say. She's not gonna like fucking. I'm not gonna do the whole hugging shit because. Jesus Christ! No, you're, you're you're instead of hugging and empathy, it's Palpatine's. Yes, channel the hate, channel the anger. No, it's it's not. It's more. You know, you. I'm. I am not the person 
for nurturing and hugging you through this, but take what you are feeling and use it to get us through. It would make us stronger and we may be able to heal your brother after. Um, is what's up. That, that's like that's my version of a fucking pep talk, and it's okay, sweetheart. Come on, let's you know have some chocolate and hug. So yeah, well that's and I and I don't know how I don't know how Mina feels after the talk. Um, but... Yeah, I I don't know how how's Mina reacting to this. Like, um... not really much. It's yeah. like yeah, we'll do and yeah. go to bed and drink and my thing and go to sleep. Yeah. Okay. You Sylvia is going to just ask her if she needs a hand getting, like, just getting to bed. Getting your shoes because... off would be the only thing I think that Mina would really yep. need help with. Um, Gwyn, and you... it's just going to be, cool, maybe two. <laughs> so, Gwyn, you <laughs> spend, have a lovely evening meal with um, Madame Gauthier. And afterwards, she, in her residence, which is not, she doesn't okay. live in the shop. Okay, where does she live? She has her own townhouse that's not that far. In mm-hmm. this very nice, expensive, posh R&D's mom of her. Mm. Don't Hello. chat. I haven't decided which R&D's mom Madame Gautier's um, Shop of Wonders is in, but it's in one of the mm. posh R&D's mom, okay? So um, you have a very nice meal Mama. at home. Um, <laughs> and then, yep, you go upstairs and she shows you a few more tricks and enchanted items that she has. <laughs> I love Paris. <laughs> <laughs> and you have an amazing night. Mm-hmm. She does. So long as you get a long rest. get a long rest. <laughs> she does make sure that you will get at least okay. six hours um, of sleep okay. to be rested Good. enough for the day. And tells you, don't worry. She sent a message that the carriage will pick you up from her residence before picking My up God. your friends the following day. Mm-hmm. So. I think that we shall leave it there. A perfect place to pause in our story. Our party witch being shown some magical tricks. The party druid now being able to store a lot more power to help her heal and hurt. And the party tank's body healing itself so she can inflict some more pain. Hopefully tomorrow. Okay. Um, thank you all for joining us. Um, quick reminder, if you do enjoy our game, you can find all of our stuff on our Itch.io page. Faye-itch.io should have appeared in the chat. We're on social media. We're still on Twitter. Screw you, Musk. I am not calling it X. It is still Twitter. And if you have gotten an invite code, we are on Blue Sky, also at Fayert. And don't forget that we also have a Patreon and thank our patrons, especially our super fan Emma. Um, you are wonderful. You help support us so much. Um, um, if you join our Patreon, you get fun stat blocks for fake creatures every month that aren't in our early release core rule book. Some magic items as well. And at the $5 tier, you get access to our fireside chats where our players talk about all of their stuff that's going on with their characters and they answer fun questions from our Patreons. But I think this is, as I said, a perfect place to finish tonight. And um, thank you all for joining us. And we hope to see you again soon. So bye, everybody. Bye.